like Final Cut Pro Instagram Adderall, Grain, Fuck you, you Vaseline, experimental film. Fassbender had this kind of scrappy DIY New York filmmaking mentality that we just don't stand up for. I just love the fucking Ion the first pod we've done in person together first in person one it's the first one i've done in new york city our home base the city that we love we're in the ion hq together yeah there's there's real there's an actual uh brick and mortar real life ion hq now that would just sort of a project meeting yeah we just had we just had a, a meeting. Dude, really, it in person is really weird. It's actually sick. I know. I like it. Not having headphones is throwing me off. That's what it is. I like that, too. I really feel more open. Like, I get really hot when we record. Like, I really start sweating. <laughs> also, because I'm nervous. <laughs> if I have headphones on, I'm like, you know, I feel like my idol joe rogan i feel like i'm like really i'm like in the zone i'm like it does when i watch the rogan videos now it like it really is so inspiring to like watch them wearing headphones like david blaine in headphones him in headphones i I know it really i was like yeah we're chad (laughs) like we're doing the the new chad thing which is to record yourself talking for two hours also fucking headphones the vibe of hearing it come out of the speakers as i'm standing with the mic makes me feel like i'm like doing (laughs) stand-up You know what I mean? It's putting me in a completely different zone. I know. The vibe of smoke is just landing. <laughs> I, I'm like hearing my voice echo in a room, which feels like I'm performing. It's like a completely different vibe. We need to That's thank. cool. It could, bring, it could bring like a, it could, it could bring like a different energy to the performance, the pod performance. Yeah. I like whatever this one's going to become. And I think we should start by thanking the thousands of people who signed up for our Patreon true in a matter of hours exactly i'm like it's actually crazy because we're gonna have a way bigger audience for this podcast than usual because we somehow have like twice the amount of patrons than we do followers on instagram i know it's insane yeah actually we have three times the amount of patrons we had five thousand people signed up in the first hour yeah and then a thousand over the next couple weeks yeah but still tell your friends that this is the kind of content they'll be getting if they sign up for uh the vibe though is that like, and we're I'm fine to keep this on the episode. Are we like, should we tease it out and then release it to the patrons first? Well, this is going to be an exclusive one, right? I don't know. I feel like I don't want to like limit who gets to listen to it. Nah. I feel like it should be exclusive at first. Nah, I think we should make this one exclusive. Well, let's see where it goes. True. This one well, should no, be exclusive. But no, because because I want to answer the questions that people asked. And how the fuck are they going to hear it? Have most, I think 100% of the people who ask questions are not patrons. Well, I mean, then they're going to have to join. <laughs> that's sick. They have to, like, pay to hear the answer to their question. That's far. Yeah, that's pretty snapped. We asked, we got these questions, like, a week ago. Hopefully, they're all still relevant to all of you who are looking for answers. We just, we have so many projects going on that we didn't get a chance to sit down and record an episode until now. All right, what's a movie you love? Their critics hate. Ooh. For me, it's probably any. Dude, I, I have a perfect example. I have a perfect answer. Well, but you yeah. go first. You go first. I think. I mean, even though it's like kind of like in crowd for like a lot of people, and they do like it critically, they're pretty trash. I remember even talking to David Edelstein in person about how he thought that they were trash. Like all, all all late period Malik post Tree of Life. Oh yes, yeah, so underrated. Like critically, pretty trashed. Yeah, I always forget really that because it's so like I I somehow like Ma- Malik's one of those people who I like don't I don't think of his stuff, like I don't think of the place that his stuff holds in culture. You know what I mean? Like whenever I watch a Malik movie, it's some like in a vacuum to me. Yeah, you know, there's certain. There's it's like kind of nice to view them that way. I know it definitely is. I I don't know what it is about certain artists that make me not think about their like cultural standing or or like pocket or whatever. It really exists outside of like the zeitgeist. He's really like right. on a different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he really is honestly one of the only people who I don't think like. Not that I care about 
any of this stuff, but I still like inevitably will think about like what's the audience for this? Like who's into this? What does this think? What does this say about you know what I'm saying? Like what I, does this think? What does this think? What does this think? Um Packers, what does this think? What does this think? Um What was your answer to that question? Wait, hold on, I'm responding to a girl. I wanna respond to a girl. Um we're gonna have to edit this now. Okay, no, what did I think? Do you know? Uh, I mean, Southland Tales. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's like a movie that actually people have come around to or like people have written. Right, I mean, it's a cult movie at this point, but still, it's like. It's a lot of revisionist criticism, though. It's right, like, but so it's much, not. Oh, the, it's cool. It's not the kind of thing. I, I don't think there even had. There hasn't really been a critical, uh, like, softening of that movie, has there been? I thought it was more just a cult movie. Well, Richard Kelly kind of has a weird place in movie culture where, like, I know that, like, a lot of pretty well-respected critics love Donnie Darko, um, but Donnie Darko has a really strange space with, like, kind of amateur-slash-bro filmmakers where they've kind of, like, disavowed liking it anymore. Because they see it as like entry level cinema or something, and I still think uh, right. Donnie Darko is top ten for me. Oh yeah, same, same, same. I mean, dude, we every pod we say this, but entry level stuff is good because it's the best shit. Like it's what gets people into movies because it's like the best movies. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you get a- into movies because you watch the best ones, and you're like, wow, I love movies. But the re- that's like they're not. Uh, entry level because they're like limited. They're entry level because they're the best. Exactly. Popular things are popular because they're better than other things. No, I, like even when we just had our meeting just now, there I saw like I, I see people wince when I like bring up like Eternal Sunshine, and it's like exactly that's, literally, that's literally show me a movie better than Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Show me it. Yep. Name one. Dude, like it's Magnolia. Like <laughs> that's about it. It, it, it's yeah, some like it's some like Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Some like it's the best. You can't really like say it's not. It's just like is. Yeah. You wouldn't call Michael Jackson like entry level, even though everyone listens to Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's blatantly the best music. It's also kind of a hard question to answer because like what critics? Because like the critics, critic opi- critical opinions of movies are kind of all over the place. There's like cool critic crowd that might like embrace something that like a mainstream critic would be like, oh, it's trash. Like what's, you know what I mean? Like what movie do critics hate that we love? That's like the, I could name pretty much a critic for any movie that I love that most critics hate that like they decided they like it because that's like such cultural capital for a lot of critics is to be like, I'm the one guy who likes this movie and here's like my reason for liking that movie. Right. Best horny horror. Um, horny horror? What is that? Some like, like uh, horny horror movie. No, I mean, I know, but like, I feel like that's just, that's some like sub genre that I don't actually watch, right? Yeah, we, we don't watch movies that's like, like that generally. I've never seen this movie. I don't even know what it's about, but I rarely hear people talk about it all the time. Like, non film people will love it for some reason. And I feel like this is probably a horny horror, Jennifer's Body. Oh, yeah. Is I've that seen, a horny I've horror? I've seen it. Yeah, it is. It is. Rarely people love that movie. It's pretty sick. I didn't watch it. Um, I would say Mulholland Drive. <laughs> oh. That to me, that's a ho- so true. A horny horror movie. Um, so true. Someone said no, thank you, because they don't like us. That this th- imagine is- watching our story if you don't like us. That's so funny. Yeah, this is like pretty deep in whatever the, the stories were that day. <laughs> um, where the fuck can I see Tenet in real IMAX? What's the Nolan preferred theater? I'll fly there. This guy's a Chad. Yeah, that's that's the attitude you need to watch movies. All right, so Packers, I went. I drove to Philadelphia to see Tenet with my brother and my dad. And while now I have a week removed from that, and obviously not the greatest movie in the world, I cannot believe what an unbelievably sick time I had in the movie theater watching a new Christopher Nolan movie. Um, it probably looked better, like just aesthetically, than any movie I've seen since Dunkirk. <laughs> Like, it's a weird thing where, like, I don't actually give a fuck about these movies because they're, like, they lack any sense of emotionality or humanity. Like, they're such clinical 
conceptual movies that like don't speak to any emotional fiber of my being like i i get nothing from them i'm just I'm like it's just like it literally like ride yeah which i like i think there's value in that i'm like that's fine that's like that's his shit it's not really my taste like i'd rather be moved by something but like the visceral element of being in an imax theater and seeing something like shot on 70 or whatever it's shot and it like looks so beautiful the like score and sound mix is like completely outrageous it's like shit going in reverse i was just like yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was yeah, like yeah. Oh, what am i gonna say what am i like trash this i'm not gonna like we're gonna talk about it with tom tuna also because tom tuna tar -tar, oh we, we have to hop on a call with him and, and yeah he's one of the six thousand patrons so he'll hear this tom we gotta hop on that call um i think he went to like florida or something to see it but haven't seen any good tenant reviews yet nor have I even sought them out, or like I don't know anything about I don't read reviews, so I don't know. But the the go to review for Tenant will be the Ion Pack with Tom Tina Tartar. Yep, um, that that's going to be the the main source. I, I still have to see it. Yeah, you should see it. Uh, is, is it is, are there like New York theaters that are like open limited? Someone posted a screenshot of like one of the Regals opening, but like I looked and uh, yeah, I saw that too. But then I like Googled I Googled it, it when I remembered seeing that, and it was I'm like. I couldn't find anything. It doesn't that. really exist from what I can tell. Yeah, um, I guess this is the drive-in. If, if any Packer wants to go to the Matrix at the drive-in theater in Brooklyn this weekend, let me know. Yeah, join at the producer level, and then... Yeah, if you... if you, Yeah, exactly. That's the $20 a month. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one that I want to bring up. Yeah. Uh, this is from Trevor Memes Bazil 420 who we want to give a big shout to. The two of us were talking about how insanely advanced your account is just yesterday. So it's it's truly the most like unique. We're like, what is he like? What is he going for? Like, what it's is a really unique account. Trevor memes Bazil four twenty. He said, "Is it too late to join the Discord? Then hop on a call." No, it is absolutely not too late. Everyone should head to the Patreon link in our bio. But if this is only for patrons, no, it's not only for patrons because we're answering questions. I thought we established that. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think it, this one could end up being long, so we could do like a one part, two part. So that like maybe some people's yeah. answers get cut off. Oh, okay. And then they join the herds of the thousands of people. Like, oh, yeah, sucks for them. Like, They're going to have to, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, we could do that. But I don't, this isn't going to be long. I don't have that much to say. There's a lot of questions. Yeah, but I don't want to answer most of these. No, I want, are you kidding me? I'm answering all of them. Does the Ion Pack Cinematic Universe include the I am a graduate of NYU film guy? This is from Walls All Around, one of the original heads. That's actually an interesting question because... Oh, no. We, we, do, we do have... We do have an NYU film school graduate in our, in our universe, don't we? I mean, we got a lot. <laughs> do we? I'm not going to name names. But... I can only think of one at the moment. Who? I know, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but that's, that's the only one. Is it? That's what I'm, It's actually weird. I remember when I saw this question originally, I was like, it's actually really weird that we don't... Like, it's actually really stupid that you would say that. <laughs> tell I, them that story. Tell them, that, tell them what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's like... A, everything about that is so sick. I don't... This, like, won't make sense if you don't know us. Just talk to Silent Barn. There's like a, lot, there's a lot of good... Um, all right. Yeah, I guess I'll tell. We can cut it out if it doesn't land. I don't no. think this will land, but, uh, yeah. Okay. We went to, we went to a 6 a.m. performance in Brooklyn. We had stayed up all night, uh, to go to this, like, 6 a.m. avant-garde ambient performance. And it was honestly awful. It was horrible. It was like, I can't, I actually can't, but why did we go to that? Why, why did we do that? Were we in college? No. I think because we were like still like riding out the like checking Oh My Rockness or like things to go to at night, like music performances. Like Yeah, I guess we thought it would be, we were supposed to be performing as the sun rose. We were like, this might be really sick. Oh God, it was so bad. Um, Low-key the worst performance I've ever been to. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Silent Barn. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Silent Barn. Big shouts. But... Then afterwards, we were walking around Bushwick, and 
you were like really deliriously tired. This was like eight in the morning because you hadn't slept in like 24 hours. <laughs> so you were like getting kind of like grumpy. <laughs> I had slept a little bit. So I had fallen, ended up falling asleep. Right. And then you woke me up. Right. Anyway, so I was less grumpy. And you were talking about Kanye for some reason. And I was like, yeah, what are you, why are you like going to these like avant-garde performances at Sonic Like this isn't your shit. Like you're about Kanye. Like that's what you're into. You're like about Kanye. That's your main thing. Yeah, but you you were really hammering at home. Yeah, and then and like, it, wow, it, was, Kanye, it was no. I was like no. I like went off on some tangent about like why Kanye sick or something. You were like kind of demeaningly like, wow, Kanye really is what you're about. <laughs> well, it it was so true. It was, I mean, I was like, what, I was like, what are you wrong. doing in Bushwick right now? Like you're about Kanye, <laughs> and we were. And, but for some reason, it was like making you grumpy. So I like kept hammering because it, it was funny. Not realizing you were actually getting pissed about it. Yeah, you're like, no, Kanye's just what you're about. And in like a bully kind of way. <laughs> and you got really angry and were like, it's actually really stupid that you would say that. And as soon as you said it, a bird shot on your head. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so disgusting. It was like green. <laughs> I remember like you were like looking down, like not looking me in the eye because you were like too angry. It was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was like, is that, like, is that, like if, really you, if you looked at me, you would have like wanted to like go. It was some like, it was some, like fight. <laughs> So like looking down, like it's actually really stupid that you would say that. <laughs> and it was such a weird vibe coming from me. <laughs> like what? Like what? Like what are you talking about? Uh, talking like that? Oh man, you immediately knew it was funny afterwards, right? You were immediately like, "Yeah, what am I doing?" Oh yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> when the bird shot on my head, then I was like, I re- it was like God telling me, "So like, think about how dumb you're being right now, like being self-serious about this shit." It's actually really stupid that you would say that. I feel like pot, like we need, like we need this. This is helping me like talk how we actually talk. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like in other pods we're like kind of assuming the character of Ion or Bach, and I feel like now this feels more some like right who we are as people, right? <laughs> but male models. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dude, Silent Barn. That is such a different era. We didn't really answer Wall's question. But I don't think I, I don't think I ever, we ever went back to Silent Barn after that. No, that was the last time. Oh, we didn't really answer Wall's question, right? Okay, so the answer is like weirdly no. There's one. There's one. I mean, there's one that we know personally that went to NYU, and then I'm, dude, there's fucking mad people in NYU. Oh, is he talking about like? I thought he meant like of our crew. Oh, to be like crew. hang out. With, that's what I. That's how I. Right. That's what no. I think like. Yeah. To answer that, the answer is pretty much no. Which is which is weird. Which is weird. Do you like opera? Honestly, no. Yeah. No. I like lots of classical music. I love the theater. Opera's whack. It's bad. Like, come on. It's one of those things that's now going to be some like. It's like hipster to be like, oh, I actually really like that. Did you? Yeah. Have you? You watched Margaret, right? Yeah. That's the one time that I've ever seen opera, like, in a movie or, like, experienced, like, operatic things. Something related to opera that, like, really hit home with me. It's, like, climax of the movie. There's, like, it's, like, a huge opera performance. And they, like, show the performance. And it's um, Anna Paquin and her mother, Kenneth Lonergan's wife. Um, And at, like, the climax of the opera, she, like, hugs her mom. And it, like pulls out into this like wide and it's like really like emotional and it's like it's sort of just like paralleling the like operatic drama of the movie with actual opera like opera being this like it's like the the peak of like drama it's like the ultimate right which i I like that idea i like the idea of opera i'm right i'm not about to be here shitting on opera i know it's a very like uh disciplined and like ancient tradition yeah you know what i'm saying but I do, I do love the voice as an expressive instrument, and I guess I'm so conditioned to all other types of singing, whether it's like pop music or theater, musical theater or whatever, like that. That it, like hearing the nuance of singing in those contexts is how I interpret yeah, uh, expression yeah. in singing, and and like opera feels like a complete. It's like well, it kind of is because the techniques are different, but it feels like a completely different instrument in that setting, right? It's like I, the expressiveness that an opera singer does is is so far removed from what I know of 
expression in singing that I just right. can't like relate to it at all or something. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, I th- yeah, I think it's like a, it's like one of those things that like your ears not condi- like both of our ears are not really conditioned to like enjoy it, and like it becomes this like fine dining thing of like, oh, what's your palate? Like, pe- it's like a rich people thing to like have a taste for opera. Yeah. I, although I, I it's you weird because I yourself to like. Anything. I've been thinking. It's I've been thinking about things related to this because I've recently been like looking into like other instruments that I've never really thought of as instruments. Just like right. interested in, like I've I've randomly was just watching, listening to a lot of bluegrass. Yeah. I've been really into mandolin and banjo. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't ever really like fucked with actually amazing mandolin or banjo players. Right. And like watching some amazing zither players. I don't know. I've been thinking about zither like, is far. Zither's all anything that from the lute family is really what I'm saying. Big shouts to the loot family. Big shouts to the fucking loot. I mean, the loot is fucking fire. But I love mandolins, one of my favorite instruments. And, um, uh, fuck. There was the. It was like a Hawaiian koa wooden lap slide guitar that someone was showing me. It's. I can't remember what it's called. It all stringed loot family instruments are Chad is what, what I'm getting at. And anyway, being into that recently, I was like, I want to start like actually fucking with like other instruments I don't think about. Right. So the reason I brought that up is maybe I'll give opera another shot in the same way. I'm going to like actually sit critically and try to like experience this other instrument that I haven't really given much critical thought to. Yeah, it's like one of those things that like I feel like works in this like American psycho like serial killer way. It's like it's like what the crazy person puts on when they get home. You know what I mean? Like they're like cleaning and this like opera's playing. It's like it is. It's weirdly kind of like a horror movie trope. So true. Even like uh, I just saw the, the I was just watching the Seinfeld episode where they go to the opera and that's with uh, yeah. crazy Joe Duvall. He was an opera fan. That is so true. It's some like psycho vibe. So I'm like, if you're crazy, you listen to the opera. It's definitely a world that we have not tapped into. That was that that question was by our most uh, yeah. It, it's it's from it, the burner, the burner that's been messaging oh, us wow. for years. It's too high society though. That's the thing. I, I'm I'm out here listening to bluegrass with the regular working people. All right. The next question is the best one, which is Zero. what happens if the call hops on you? Hashtag mindfuck. <laughs> That, I mean, I th- that one really took me aback because that really is a mindfuck. And it's something I haven't thought about. Like, what if the call hops on you? I, I don't know. I, it's actually, like, made me, really made me think. <laughs> I would I, I would say that the call hops on me pretty frequently. That's, I, I yeah. get the call. You know what I mean? Like, I'm forced to hop on the call. Like, the call hops on me. Like, I'll wake up at, like, 3 p.m. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> the call is hopping on me. And I have to, you have to hop on. Wow. Yeah, and then you're not like you're not you didn't like get ready to go. You don't have, you don't have time to like put your AirPod Pros in, take your Adderall. It's like you're not really fired up and ready to talk about projects. You're like kind of really just thrown into it and to fend for yourself, and it's it's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's but like maybe it's a good learning experience because you have to learn how to be creative on the fly and not when you're like getting in character, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's maybe slightly emasculating because you're not the one hopping, but. I think that there's something to be learned from. Yeah. from Everyone wants to be the one who asks the other creatives to hop on the call, but sometimes it hops on you and you have to be ready to go. I actually would argue that I am hopped on more often than I hop on. Like, it it, it more often hops on me. Like, I don't like to hop as much as probably you do. I like hopping. I like actually, hopping a lot. fuck that. I'm always hopping on with you. Yeah, that's true. I, I really like hopping. Yeah. I'm 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 coming around, I'm coming around to it. <laughs> Any projects you got brewing in Mind Pot? Oh, bro, Huckleberry Henry, you have no idea. You don't even know. And this is, it's actually it's something we should address. Is that this is no longer a joke? We yeah. actually have mad projects brewing. I know. We, we were we were actually just talking about how we really have become the character that we created because we are hopping on so many calls and working on so many projects that's actually yeah, all like an unprecedented aside, level. We have completely self-radicalized. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it feels way better than we did than it did before. We we have an HQ that is literally being used for projects. Where there's a whiteboard out. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're we have the, the, this room is here for projects. It's the only reason that it, we, it exists. There was a project manager in in the room tonight. <laughs> wow. Think about that. We even talked about that. Project manager. I work in project management. I was literally just thinking about that because I, w- I was just reading about how high the salary for a senior project manager is. And I was like, wow. They're out here there managing are people out the here projects. managing the projects at a senior level <laughs> for six <laughs> figures. I know. At a senior level. Senior project manager. Oh, man. So sick. Goals. <laughs> I know. I, it, actually, though, it's actually goals. Dude, that's what... That girl does. Oh, right. Senior project manager. Okay. One of, one of our favorite followers, Ellie Sachs, asks, are my big projects going to turn out okay, Ion? Like like uh, teary-eyed emoji. As long as you sign off for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Ellie, I haven't seen you on the Patreon. Yeah, if no. you sign up for the Patreon, we'll I'm make f- sure your projects turn out okay. No, from what I could tell. No, but uh, she's such a, a chatette. That uh, she is a chat at. That's true. That that her projects will be great. I don't, That's fine. I don't, I, have, I don't even really know what what her shit is. But like, whenever I've engaged with the shit that she's doing, I'm like, damn, she's she's hooking up big ass projects. Yeah, with with no end in sight. Ellie, they'll be fine. I really just join the Patreon anyway because we'd love to have you in the Discord. Can we talk about the teary eye emoji too? Oh, with the like innocent like watery eye yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it so attractive? I don't know. It's some like anime, like weird, innocent shit. I, but like seeing this even in the messages, like her saying that's some like, you know what I mean? It's my like side smile to me. <laughs> you know <what> I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I can say that that emoji is my shit. It's a little too anime for me, but. I mean, it's uh, also a tender girl emoji. Oh, yeah. Yo, oh, right. Okay. Thinking about it in the uh, context of tender girls is making me think about it a little differently. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the way she's using it is pretty chad. She's just like being cute and like no, lots of people, projects yeah, are gonna yeah. be big they're gonna be huge i i the, the i feel like the male equivalent of that emoji is the like blowing steam out the nose one <laughs> so true right just, that's like girls do the watery eye one guys do the blowing yeah. smoke out i use the blowing smoke out one all the time the blowing smoke one is so sick so yeah so okay for sure respect to that emoji because i really just do the the male equivalent of it all the time all right, how is the Linky Square IMAX these days? Sorry, Spencer, but that is not where I went, nor do I think it is open. But I can tell you that the IMAX in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I won't actually say where it was, but in the Philadelphia area, was unbelievable heat. We don't even really talk about... I feel like something that our followers want us to talk about is, like, film formats and, like, weird tech shit like that that we literally have never once talked about. Meaning like IMAX? Like IMAX, 65 millimeters. So oh, oh. Like yeah. 35, 16, scrappy. Well, we talked about how digital, VR. digital is best. Yeah, VR is best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never want to see a real film ever again in my life. It's all about digital IMAX and VR. Although Tenet was shot in either like IMAX film or 70 millimeter. No, film is fine. It's, and it, it's all stupid. It's it looks, okay. It's, it looks so it looked un, completely unreal to me. It no, was like this is the best. Lo- it was really the best looking movie I've ever seen. I, I actually have an answer for this, even though this wasn't the question. I do talking about film formats and and just in making any kind of art, whether it's like fucking photography, editing, or whatever the fuck, music with tape or whatever. Yeah. Like what the project calls for is what's best. Don't do film just to do film. Right. Or do digital just to do digital. Yeah, it's it's different. I mean, like, the fact that Nolan can can shoot this way, he should. Like, it, it, these movies being digital would definitely not be a it's, it's generic advice, but it's one of those things that's become so generic that I don't think anyone actually thinks about it. It's like, one is really not preferable. It's really, like, if you had an unlimited budget and you could, like, do whatever you want, it still doesn't mean that that particular movie should be filmed right. necessarily. It, like, it really, there isn't, there is not an answer to which one's better. It really is, depends on the 
What you serve the movie? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> I was, okay, I'm making a really concerted effort to not say like or um as much. Oh, which just ends up with me making is garbled it, sounds. Did, who, did your mom say that to you? It's like you say like a lot. No, it was from listening back to the pause. Oh. I was like, wow, I have to stop. Yeah. That is a mom tip, though. Oh, for sure. I'm sure she would have said the same thing if she listened to the, to the pause. Do our parents listen to the pod? No, they don't. My mom has no idea. My mom's a patron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass. Um, but the Lincoln Square IMAX, just to give shouts to it, is obviously legendary theater. And I don't want to like seem too cool for school. So I'm like seeing like the master on film when it came out there, like seeing it projected in seventy. It's like it's what, those types of like kind of like nerdy film broy sort of things. Like kind of they still are kind of as good as it gets. Like they're it's so sick. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's nothing wrong with engaging in uh, nerddom, geeking out over like film or whatever, or any type of nerdy equipment shit. It's fun. It's cool. That's what you're into. Indulge it. But when it actually comes down to brass tacks, leave your nerddom at the door when you're actually trying to make something you care about and think about what serves that movie best. Yeah, it also still probably generic advice, but like, yeah, don't be one of these guys or girls or whatever that when you're talking about your movie, you want to make like one of the first things you talk about is like, and I'm going to shoot it on 35. It's like, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to put this filter on it too. It's like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, is it, will it be sick? It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's not that interesting. Like, that's great if you're going to do that, but like, it's not part of the pitch. It's like, it's going to be on film. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because the, it, when, you, when you think about uh, like stylistic choices on the same level as uh, kind of the content, like the heart of it choices, yeah, it becomes a crutch. Which is what a lot of people are doing nowadays. Exactly. It's in all forms of art, abstraction is too often a crutch. It should all use it, or not even abstraction, but just like stylistic choices, whatever. Yeah. Like use it if it serves the greater work. How Only. bizarre was that Shane Carruth shit in retrospect? Yeah, well, our, I guess our two pods ago was our Shane episode. Yeah. Down that feels Shane like Holler. a long ass time ago. It was a long ass time ago. When was that? Months. Um, I actually have not checked back. I, I think maybe I looked at Shane sort of a couple of weeks ago or something briefly. And like he tweeted it. I mean, he stopped his like crazy kind of like manic responding to everyone with like weird, horrible shit. Uh, I, I deleted Twitter. So I actually haven't. I, that's why I haven't checked in a while. Uh, and also, uh, side note, highly recommend deleting Twitter. Stick to Instagram and stick to the Ion Pack Discord. <laughs> Yeah, I feel no. Yeah, in my my frustration with Twitter recently has like polarized me even more towards Instagram. I was not about Instagram when it first came out, but like Instagram, obviously. Trevor memes Brazil, man. <laughs> exactly, that's what it should be like. You should be looking at shit like that. That's like what Instagram's for. And like, I like the Instagram is so like it's you're just looking at fucking pictures. It's like it's it's not that deep. That's what I like about it. It's social media. It, it, Twitter takes over your brain in a horrible way. It makes you angry. <laughs> it's fucked up. Get rid of it. Just use Instagram. It really, it does seem to get caustic. I mean, unless you have like a really ironclad sense of humor. Like if you're, if you're like Metal Mario. I mean, yeah, if you have like a humor. big Twitter and you're like doing your thing through it and you're getting and you're fans and especially if you're making money, you know, do your thing. But if you're like just a lurker like I was. So I don't really use Twitter. I just yeah, me neither. It. I'm a lurker as well, and it's just like it just feels bad to be on. Yeah, I feel way, but my mind feels way. And better. that's like a Twitter thing. Like it's like every day. It's like that's, yeah. That's the other thing. I feel like half the tweets on my feed were some like it's like this I'm hard. Like, I, I gotta get rid of Twitter. It's, it's like, like this yeah. horrible place. So I did, and it was great. It's become some like Tumblr shit at this point. It's really bizarre. It sucks, but yeah, the Shane Carruth shit. Um, I I guess I guess we'll see what comes out. Maybe. He no, he like post. I don't know if we mentioned this the last one, but he like posted the link to like listen to the court proceeding. Oh yeah, I was like to like live stream it. Yeah, so like <laughs> listen to the phone call here. I was like, wow, he's really going next level. Wow, 
I don't really have much to say about Shane at the moment. Um, is Christopher Nolan just white M. Night Shyamalan? I'm going to step out and say M. Night Shyamalan is considerably sicker than Christopher Nolan. I'm not a fan of either, i got to be honest, but... Early M. Night is fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signs, Unbreakable. I, I don't like Signs. Unbreakable's sick. You don't like Signs? No. When's the last time you saw Signs? Ten, I watched years, it ten years ago, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking sick. I mean, Unbreakable's the one. Sixth Sense is great. Oh, oh, actually, I shouldn't say this. Never mind. Yeah, we have connections to M. Night, so... Um, we actually do. This is, like, not a joke. <laughs> no, this is not a joke, yeah. I Big shouts to Wide Awake. All I'm going to say is that M. Night Shyamalan came to my first DJ set when I was 15 years old. Next question. <laughs> um, which movie studio has the best title card? Well, there's... I can tell you which one has the worst. <laughs> Don't even say it. Don't say it? Who? No, it, Amazon. Oh. <laughs> They're just going to say A24. Whatever it's called. with the bit. No, no, no. A24 is it's not right. a bit. No, it's just like the Amazon logo popping up in front of a movie like actually is really jarring. It like really upsets me. No, I it, remember. Like, ha- it's not even just the connotations with Amazon. It's just like it, it should not. It has no place on a movie screen. Like seeing the Amazon logo is so violent. No, I remember <laughs> I saw Manchester Brothers see at Sundance and I remember the Amazon thing came up first and it was like the first time I'd ever seen that. I know. Like, randomly, what the fuck I know. Fuck is it's going no, on? it's something really fucks me up about it. It's like I shouldn't be seeing this right it now. Changed it's like the experience. I mean, I still had. I feel like I'm dreaming it, or something. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's like it's like in your dream where like two unrelated things come together in some nonsensical way. You know what I'm talking about? It's like it's really fucked up. They should like redo the logo for the movie shit. It's, it doesn't work. It, it, it's like really jarring. It like fucks up the whole beginning of the movie for me. No, I'm still thinking about it like five minutes in. What was the best? Oh, I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm going to have to go with almost Schnabel's rodeo imprint. I have to go with like oscilloscope fire. I'm going with like DreamWorks. <laughs> no, my favorite is actually Annapurna even though it's like it's not really that sick but oh, it's like yeah. it's kind yeah. of like a paranormal activity aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, almost like, yeah, it's yeah, almost like uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's almost like well, it's a little later than Y two K era, but it was it reminds me of like you know Matrix era, where like techie shit was the aesthetic. You know what I mean? A twenty four has not like felt good to me literally since like the second movie, since some like Moonlight or Spring Breakers or something. I'm I, I like the A twenty four, but when I see it now, like it's like it literally it's it's actually kind of sad for them. Like it's literally like it's like funny to me now. I'm like, oh here we go. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm like what fuck fuck boy elements am I about to take in over the next minute and a half? You know what I mean? It's like it actually is like. They, the the brand is sort of ruined in a way that like Supreme kind of isn't like at least Supreme is like it just through and through what it is like A twenty four has shifted and like morphed into some like oh good movies become now fuck a fuck yeah. still life <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't mind it I think it's fun no it looks it looks good but you know what I'm saying so- just like the jokes I don't know. Yeah, right. Big Shell's A24. We did the, uh, yeah, Big Shell's A24. We also both worked it for A24, for full disclosure. We've been paid by A24. Not a, not a joke. Um, how do you plan to recoup the paper on this one, Chris? Um, yeah, I guess the book. We were just talking about this. Like $300 I have million. No, yeah, I, it's it's actually really bizarre. Like, what is gonna, what is going on? I mean, I guess we could ask the same question to Eugene. Um... <laughs> Big shouts to Spree. Stream Spree. Yeah, big shouts to Spree. Is I I don't know what the finances of that movie are, but I imagine any movie, so don't feel bad, Eugene, that comes out right now, is probably not making their money back. I don't know how it could. I don't really know how this shit works, but all I... Bro, no texting with... The I'm t- not. I'm looking at the fucking questions. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> how, that was so annoying. It's my parent tip. I'm not. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm not. <laughs> um, what movies do you think suck that many people think are cool and good? Okay, so this is the opposite of the other question. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have different answers for this than me, I think. I feel like we talk about this all the time. I'm somehow kind of drawing a blank. Okay, let's think. What movies do people think are cool and good? We don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, this isn't cool, but like, we're just, I, I don't think Schenectady, New York is good. 
Yeah, so next week in New York. We were just talking about this. That's why it's, it came into us. That would not be my go-to answer, but we were talking about it's this really, today. Yeah, it's really not, it's not like a particularly egregious. I just wasn't as wild. I, I actually don't not like it. I just was like, I think I thought I would think it was really sick next level. And I thought it was boring and like too unemotional or something. I mean, that's a really random answer, but it's all, it's all randomly all I got. There's, there's definitely mad shit we're not. I mean, obviously, I, I wouldn't put this in this category, but like Safety movies, I don't think they suck though. I love them. Big <laughs> fan. Yeah, big shouts. Really creative what they do. Uh, Very creative what you guys do. Um, no, dude, we have a good answer for this though. Don't move on yet. Yeah. I want, I want to answer this. Hating on shit is funny. That's what people want. Okay. Even though liking shit's more fun. I'll, I will say that. Liking shit is more fun. Yeah, we're not really on a negative tip. Either. Yeah, I, I try think, liking stuff. Liking shit is fun. Try liking stuff, yeah. I mean, I think that my actual answer to this would be like, there's a lot of like... Oh, dude, I mean, what? boom. Call me by your name. <laughs> no, I, that's, that's I true. tried to think of like hip... Or like buzzed movies that I actually hated. I never actually hate them. I either like agree that they're sick or I'm like, that was fine. I hated coin running. I thought it was garbage. Yeah, I don't I don't, I, I know what you mean. I, I don't really agree. I mean, you said cool, so I'm trying to think of like recent things that were hyped. I don't know if people think that movie's cool. I don't know if film people think it's cool, but like I actually think people most... people watch that movie and think they're like really advanced for liking it. You know what I mean? They think oh, they're like they have like normies for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's true. It's. I think it's. This is hard to think of because I feel like it's more. More. You about to defend that movie? Come on. I'm not gonna defend it, but like I, I don't. It's not. I don't have like a particular grievance with it. Yeah, like the reaction to it's kind of annoying. But I do have a particular grievance with. It. I'm not gonna go into. It. It's really. It's a peach irrelevant. But, the movie is beautifully shot. But dude, that's great. the thing is everyone's like, well, if you didn't like it, I mean, it's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, you take a nice camera and you go to the Italian countryside. It's beautiful. It's like, duh. You know what I mean? It's like not that impressive to me. Yeah, no, the movie's pretty fucking annoying, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's um, like if you shoot the, one of the most beautiful places in the Western world on a nice camera, it's going to be beautiful. It's like. I feel like for me, it's more <laughs> like shows. Like, I feel like something that has annoyed me is. I mean, I can't even really speak about it because I haven't seen it, but I started watching it and I immediately turned it off because I, I hated it so much. Euphoria. Yeah, I could. I actually didn't even finish the first episode. I, it's like, it's such a like, it's su it's such a hyper piece of garbage. <laughs> like, just the way, the way it's that like, it's trying to translate like, this the cinema the cinematic universe of like adolescence is so is so cheap and, like, clawing for being edgy. Like, I hate ev literally everything about it. Like it's it's a similar effect that like mid nineties and eighth grade had to me. Eighth grade not being edgy, but mid nineties, like you know, <laughs> saying grade. saying fucking like dude, fag, everyone, faggot ev every other, every four, fifth word was faggot. It's just like oh, this, like dude, that's how right. we talk, and like, it being like some like brave thing to do. That's like I don't I, I don't think you're brave. Right. Wow, I completely that. forgot about eighth grade. Remember how much everyone was talking about that fucking movie? A lot of people like that shit. Too. I know, but then it, it was one of those things that everyone liked it. It was like that that tweet that we always talk about, like about albums. Like there will be no more great albums. There will just be albums that have an air of classicness, so it can get on best of lists and then completely and then it's immediately forgotten. It's crazy the epitome of that. Like critically, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like this is some it new classic. Like on Obama's, it was like on Obama's movie. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Really?" Obama, then like what instantly the forgotten. No one talked about it ever again. There's so much shit like that. The worst movie I've seen in recent memory, which I feel like most people agree was bad, but like I actually couldn't fathom how bad it was, was The King of Staten Island. <laughs> I didn't see it. Unbelievable how bad that movie is. Like, no, not not a single joke landed. And like Pete Davidson, and like people in that movie can be really funny, but like literally not a single joke landed. I was really disappointed in because I like I like Judd. I, there's a lot of Judd shit that I love, and I was like, damn, he's he's. Fucking it up now. 
like VOD bad Pete Davidson movie. I'm like, this is the end times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that to me, I was like, how could I possibly do this with my life? <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see what the next one is. Um, does Chris Nolan prefer CG or in camera? Unclear on this. Um, also unclear on this. There's a lot of like reverse action sequences in the movie which are really cool i imagine that it was a mix of both i believe that it was a mix of computer generated graphics and people actually fucking running and like doing action scenes in reverse boring question uh soren sorkin versus nolan who's worst at expositional dialogue um i i very much dislike aaron sorkin's writing style I don't know how you feel about this, but... Um, I have not seen much. Aaron Sorkin, like, West Wing, Social Network. Yeah, I know. Network, I've, I've, like, the seen... The Newsroom. I mean, I like Social Network. Was good, Social Network's the one that's, like, um, but, like I it's, think it's, I it's watched like, some of West Wing once. That, that's, like, so not my shit that I can't even, like, engage it's with very, it. It's very, like, mean? quippy and very, like, topical. Very, right, like, like maybe I could enjoy it. In a, I, I honestly, like, I can't even judge because it's, like, so not my shit that I don't even, like, think about it, like, critically at all. It's just, like... Yeah, I, and Nolan is, like... Uh, if you Once you see Tenet, it's, like... Un, I mean, the dialogue isn't even bad so much as, like, he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about how people deliver it. Like, it's all just in service of, like, the concept of the movie. Like, it's, right. like, robots reciting lines. Um, if you guys want to check out a great writer, check out Doug Allen, the writer and creator of Entourage. <laughs> There's a good writer. There's yeah. a guy who knows how to write, how the fellows talk. Yeah. Obviously, Entourage is incredibly fun and the most watchable shit of all time. We were just talking about this, too. But there's really something to be said beyond it's just, like, watchability and funness and, like, great characters. It actually is some of the best TV dialogue ever, IMO. It is. And, and also, check out their podcast, The Victory Podcast. I still haven't listened to it. Uh, but, yeah, Entourage, so sick. Yeah, that's our answer to that one. Uh, Doug Allen on the rush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's one yeah. of your all-time fave movies? Ooh. I'm trying to think of like a spicy one, but I don't know. I'm going I'm to say one just to not give myself away, but since we've been talking about it, but Magnolia. Yeah, I'll, I'll do like a safe one. Paris, Texas. Yeah, two objectively great movies. Yeah. Although Magnolia actually has has a kind of a weird reputation. Magnolia is like kind of polarizing. It is. Like some people really hate it. It's not it's honestly not my favorite of his at all. I, I definitely love it, but it's not my favorite. You should watch it again. I've seen yeah, I've seen like three times. So I should watch it again. It's it's so sick. But yeah, no, I mean I would never there's no dig on that movie. I do love that movie. It's just not my favorite of his. Yeah. I mean Paris Texas. Incredible, but like that's like it's pretty universal. Like every everyone knows Paris Texas. Yeah, it's not. It's not. That's not a spicy one. I'm just like it's not a spicy one. There's like, but like I said, my favorites of all things are like really not that interesting. They're like things that people are very popular. Donnie (laughs) Donnie Darko. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, yes. Absolutely. Um, like like in my top, probably twenty. Music too. There's nothing like out there. It's like all pretty universally acclaimed things. Yeah, like even like my niche, like actual favorite movie. It's like anybody who's seen it, it's like well regardless. I'm like this is a masterpiece. It's not. Yeah. It's not some like weird. It's not some like I'm like flexing my like whatever. The, like, yeah. Oh, it's just so niche. It's like it's like classic movie. It's like BFI top hundred list shit. Like think about your top twenty favorite bands or artists. Even yeah. the most like kind of like hmm, that's an interesting one it's probably still like not weird it's just like it's no, I, was, pretty... I was thinking about my favorite bands the other day and i was like wow this is like literally like i'm like completely like a type of person like, exactly all of my favorite shit is like literally some like stock answers i'm like the cure rem radiohead yeah like, I know. You know what I'm talking about? exactly I'm like, i know it's like it's like i was like wow i don't have a real i really don't have a unique taste at all like nine inch nails i was like wow this is just like this is like a genre of music yeah it's, it's exactly. like the most popular artist of the genre that it's in yeah burial um that's the best shit i don't know what to say it's way better than the other the other niche niche weird shit like there can be cool songs 
there can be good little nuggets. I mean, that you having good taste in music. I mean, there's like so much music that's been made, but the the fucking cream of the crop. I know, dude. Top. I was like thinking like one of my favorite songs of all time. Nothing obscure. It's some like, really. It's like songs is some like. Is it, favorite songs all the time is like Carol King. You know what I mean? Some like just like the best songs. It's like there's <laughs> nothing obscure there. I know. Yeah. What would you give it on a scale of one to ten? It. It's like a. It's like a six. I really got to find out if any theaters are open in New York because I do have to see this before the Tom Tuna hopped call. We're, we we need to do Tom Tuna hopped call, but we also do need to have an Ion Pack field trip. Whoa. To a drive-in or some sort of. Outer location. Yeah, like we, uh, yeah, right. We're doing Ion Meetup. Yeah. For patrons only. <laughs> for patrons only and for only producers. Undisclosed here. location. And then, like, we can send the location to whoever you happen to if be. If you're interested in this meetup, head to the link in our bio and join the Patreon. And we will discuss it further in the Discord. Do you think Tenet will inspire angry young men to commit acts of time travel? Next question. Why does Christopher Nolan look like a catfish? Also, next question. What the fuck were they talking about in Tenet? Next question. <laughs> you should do the mirror effect on this photo. Next question. La- True. And final question. Why are women whores? <laughs> All right. Whoever asked why are women whores? What's going look, on? Look, yeah. What's going on, man? That's not Chad at all. Uh, Wait, I think this is a I girl. I think it's a girl. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> really, Chad? Okay. If it's a girl, I- I'll allow it. Uh, if it's a guy, we need to talk. We we can't have that kind of disrespect towards women around here. Her name is Grace. Uh, okay, it's a girl. Okay, well, I'll let you have it then. All right, so I don't have an answer for you because I don't agree. Women are queens. I think, I don't, th- yeah, it's like what your question is like, doesn't even really make sense. It's like. They they can be whores. Whores also exist. Whores are you know what I mean like whores are a thing. Right, whore is like a reclaimed word now. It's like not derogatory anymore. Yeah, and also it, it can be reclaimed in like a in like a spunky sexual remember context. When, like, I'm like call me a whore. You know what I mean? It's like no, remember when there was like a thing on social I'm media recently? I feel like it disappeared when people were saying whore phobia. <laughs> <laughs> so sick, whore phobia. People were like saying it so dead ass. Like we really need to talk about the whore phobia in culture today. <laughs> Wow, that's such an amazing man. Shit is so funny. What I was trying to think about this the other day, like the like derogatory terms for women. Like, what are the what are the equivalents for men? Like asshole, dick. They like seem so innocuous in comparison. There aren't equivalents. That's why. Yeah, I know. But I mean, that actually made me feel bad. I was like, wow, they, they really there's really nothing that they can come back with. It's like you're an asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about like I know you're a whore. It's like oh my god. It's actually funny. Why did bitch become the word? Like female dog. Because cats are so much meaner. But the word bitch gets used. But it's like female dogs aren't. Well, there's pussy. But that means like. Pussy cat, bitch dog. But, but a <laughs> pussy means like something completely different. Like being bitchy. I know. That has more to do with a cat's personality than a dog's. So true. You know what I'm I saying? Know, cats are has, so cats bitchy. Are the, cats are so bitchy. And dogs are such pussies. <laughs> so true. Dogs can be real pussies, and cats are bitches. I mean, I love I love dogs and cats, but I love cats. I love their bitchiness. I think cats' bitchiness is pretty chad. You know that cats recognize their names as much as dogs do, but choose not to respond to it? Pretty sick. Wow. I know. They're... I don't, I'm not a cat person, but respect to that style of gook. Uh, I mean, I love all animals. The only thing really you can't talk shit about on this planet, but yeah, cats, love them. Um, and yeah, uh, women are not whores. Yeah, women are not whores. But unless, also, unless they want to be. Unless they want to be. Right, exactly. That's, that's what I was saying. It's a reclaimed word now. So if you want to be a whore, you got it, but if you don't want to be a warrior, you're not. I know plenty that do. <laughs> <laughs> they like it. I think they, I get, there's like positive reinforcement around it. Now. Yeah. 
I, I, we, there's no, there's absolutely no whorephobia going on at Ion HQ. No, I'm not scared of it. <laughs> I'm not scared of whores. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we, we love you. <laughs> oh man, so sick. Uh, is that, is that it? Let's see, what, let's see how long we've been going for it, real quick. I mean, that was, that was 55 minutes. Oh, wait. Yeah, keep recording. That was 55 minutes. We'll keep recording. We have to, we can't just end like that. We just like sign off. End with whore. <laughs> are, wait, are we still recording? Yeah. Oh, I thought you stopped it. No, I never stopped it. Uh, no, wait. Um, I, real quick, I want to give big shouts to. We have to give shouts to patrons. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to patrons. Um, well, first of all, Young. Creston. Creston. Our first hopped, our first hopped call. Our first patron hopped call. Creston is a young god. I love who, that you're saying patron hopped call now after I did the story. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, how the fuck did you do like patron hopped call? Yeah, you posted call. the story just like, our first patron hopped call. I was like, what is that? How do you think of that? I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, the, that syntax makes no sense. But that's what it is. It's a patron hopped call. So I, would, I would consider, even though we hopped on the call with Creston, I, I felt hopped on. <laughs> so true. Honestly, it was really sick. It was really Chad, like, take charge, creative style shit. Like, he really, like, we hopped on the call with him, but then he hopped on us. He hopped on us hard. He really dominated that call in a really, really sick yeah, way. I was like, bro, you got the longest call by a long shot. That was like an hour and a half long. It was call. really sick. Creston is a young god who you should absolutely uh, hire. Or support. And support. Oh, yeah, he has a he has a short on his uh, on his Instagram. You can watch it on his Instagram. It's like it's, Instagram's a like Creston with two ends. Two ends, yeah. Yeah, Creston with two ends. Fucking young god, and he's yeah. young. He is young and a god. Young. He's literally a young god. No, no, no. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Yeah, like he is a young god. Like he's a young person <laughs> and he's a god. Uh, Creston with two ends. Go, go watch his, his movie. Go, <laughs> go give him some support. A true Packer and head. Next, next up, Ben Fetterman. Ben Fetterman, big shouts. Huge head. Um, the rest of these people I don't really know. Big shots to Dozer. Big shots to Dozer. We can just leave it at that. We'll do the rest next time. We, we can't go on talking yeah, about can't, this. We can't do six, but six, thank six, you, six thousand people right now. Thanks to all the patrons. Uh, you will all get your big shouts and join the $10 tier and you can hop on call. Some of these people are getting some exclusive Ion merch also, which we can't really roll out through Patreon. Yeah, crazy shit is, is going down the Discord. So head to the link in our bio, join the Patreon, and if you join the producer tier, there might even be a meetup, and there may be an Discord. autographed Carhartt T-shirt in the mail sent over to you. Exactly. Um, yeah, we did it. That's a pod. That's a pod. Well, yeah. Now that we have an HQ, and oh, well, we're and gonna start doing pods, studio studio visits. The, yeah, <laughs> and beyond pod, there's some like there's some some real stuff cooking. That's probably going to be patron exclusive. So. Heads the link in the bio. Link and build in bio. Link and build. You know, like that. (laughs) (laughs) I like patron hopped call better. (laughs) I I did the link and build in bio, and I was like, that's clever. That's clever. It's really not funny, but it's clever. It's really clever. Yeah. But that's that's literally what we've been doing. We've been building. Yeah. Come build with us. We've also been working out. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Can we let's just talk about that thing really quickly that you were talking about, about how. The the emo and indie and soft boy kids of yesteryear have now self radicalized right. into like Kyle official kettlebell like getting Jack Joe Rogan. Well, right. Well, okay. Well, it's because back in the day, I don't know how young all you listeners are, but back in our day, uh, being like you know sensitive and going against the grain of toxic masculine bro, whatever the fuck, felt really rebellious. Now. The world has become so soy that it no longer feels rebellious, and it is rebellious to get fucking jacked, get big, deal with your problems, and and silence your inner bitch. Exactly, as Joe Rogan said today. But and embrace your outer whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's not. You know, be sensitive to other people's needs. I'm not saying be a dick, but uh, deal with your shit. Work out. Uh, it's a, it, no, the the biggest thing is it's like you realize it's like you, all of your misguided aggression. You you can feel so much better. Exactly. That. Well, also if you grew up 
as like a sad, sensitive sort. Skinny. Yeah, if you were like, if you grew up soy before soy existed, the concept of soy, uh, you know that it's it's unhealthy and you shouldn't be soy. You should get your shit together, deal with your shit, work out. Yeah, to me, body positivity shouldn't really be this thing about like, it's it's very like specific that like body positivity brings you images of like people who are like might actually have unhealthy body images. Well, it's also like it also made me like don't like revel in your negative emotions. Don't like accept anything negative you feel is like you're accepting some type of victimhood as part of your identity or whatever. Like if you start like getting physical, it doesn't get rid of negative emotions per se, but it will translate them into healthier uh yeah, you're channeling you'll, you'll find it, it, it yeah you'll find those negative emotions will find their expression in healthy ways to me the biggest thing is that it like really fuel. does affect creativity and like the you know the mental side of your your being and your reality in a really positive way like that's the biggest thing because like if you if you fancy yourself like a thinker or a creative and which you all do which you all do and which we do but you're just sitting down all day or not really like moving around. Like if there's no physical element, like your brain like legitimately doesn't work as well. And you're right. not, you're not as inspired. Like we always talk about how like the best ideas we have are when we're either driving in a car, listening to music or walking around with headphones in, in motion. Ideas yep. come when you're in motion, your body's moving. It's just like a, it's like a physiological yep. uh, phenomenon. Yeah, so I, was, I, I really feel like I started to get that idea because like a, a, maybe this is, too close to know, but a personal I don't know about a hero a, personal, a person who I love yeah. and admire, Henry Rollins you really know about that guy, I watched enough interviews with, with Hank You'll like, the dude is clearly like a really emotional sad guy but he like learned how to I mean, not saying he deals with everything very healthily, he has problems but he like he knows how to channel all that negativity and not get rid of it and not accept it or like accept it as part of his like identity or whatever the fuck it's like you learn how to channel it that was like an inspiration to me yeah and there was, there was a thing kanye said the other day about like how he he feeds off of like a lot of negativity about him in the press and like anger as an as an energy source he's like it's it's like it's like jet fuel. Like if if you if you if you see that as raw energy that you can turn into exactly. That's that's what I was trying to say. Because anger, like anger at its worst, is like a polarizing thing. It separates you from the people around you. It puts you, it makes you butt heads with people around you. Right. But if you channel it properly, it can be the opposite. And that's that's where we're going to be leading, and that's what we're going to be leading into next with the Iron Pack. That's, we really want to be like some like inspirational fucking. Like, yeah, some like inspirational like jordan peterson men's rights no 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 no, not at all we're trying to be we're just, yeah we're we're about liking things we're about liking things yeah shit's sick that's it <laughs> yeah um you, yeah nurture your anger you just can like your you energy can, yeah you can you can use anger can be positive anger can be very positive and it can help the people around you it seems like kind you of condescending to, thing you, to say you have to, like if you wake up angry, it's like, oh, I have to like turn that into positive emotion. It's like, no, you you, you can acknowledge that no, it but might be but, negative. But, 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 that, but I see turning anger into positive energy is the wrong way to think about it. You're not turning it into positive. It's, it's staying anger. It's negative. Yeah, it's like, it's anger. But it can... Uh, but it can be used positively. Exactly. It can be used for shit. You can get a lot of shit done. And things that you're sad about, if you can't turn them into happy things, turn them into angry things. It's way better. Get angry. Being angry is sicker than being sad. Being angry is, is the easy. It's 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 the easiest emotion to get into from another emotion. Like you can right. pretty much translate. You can translate being happy into being angry. Like you're so amped up on your shit. Like when starts getting you pissed, that other shit's not. No, that's sick so true. Shit. When I'm like really getting into it on a project, and I'm really stoked about it. I'm some like. Yeah, I'm why like the punching fuck is there anybody else hooking the shit up? Yeah. So like, how am I so sick? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did I get to this point? <laughs> getting pissed. Yeah. Um, but no, but it's yeah. So it's not. Don't think about it as translating or uh, turning it into something happy. It's staying anger. It's it's anger, but it, it can have positive expression in not only your it's life just, but the lives gas. of people around you. It's yeah. gas. Yeah. Gas doesn't taste good. Yeah. 
fucking hooks your car for the driving. We're about to hook up with the Ion Meetup in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right, that's th- it. That was a weird turn to take for this, but I'm about it. I'm about it. Are we how? Uh, whatever. We're not going to that. Never mind. Yeah, let's, this is good. It feels like super far. In the words of Tra- of Travis Scott, it was very far. <laughs> that was what he said about Tenet it was very fire <laughs> oh man so sick I need to yeah I, I'm, I'll am i be the judge of that uh, next pod will probably be uh, an actual Tenet talk if I don't see it in time that might have to be you and you and Tom solo and we have some extremely special guests coming up on the pod yes we do this is yes, just an do. entree into the into the next chapter the next season yeah, right. Well, the Iron Pod, but we've no. We've, technically, Eugene was the season, but still. Yeah, we did call the Shane one the end of the season. It yeah. Doesn't matter. So this is season two, episode two, uh, but that's cool. It's gonna be sick. We have some, we have some real heads coming up. Some of them might be patron only. So again, head to the link in bio. We'll see you all there. Big shouts. Big shouts.